Hi everyone, we are the Gooders, people who do good. We help people dealing with life challenges and empower them to help others. Today we are hosting Joyce Dickens. Thank you so much for being with us, Joyce. Hi, thank you. Hi everyone, thank you for having me. This podcast is brought to you by CirclesUp.com, the go-to place for life challenges like grief, divorce, cancer, statistic relationships. In every episode, we speak with an inspiring person who moderates an audio chat room for people dealing with the same life challenge. We will tell their story and the story of the members of their group. So again, thank you so much for being with us, Joyce. And uh, we're really looking forward to hear your story. Thank you again for having me. Um, well, my story starts out um, that I realized I was dating a narcissist when um, I found out that he was... Um, cheating on me. He was on a dating website while we were in a relationship and he lied and kept saying that he wasn't on the site, even though, you know, I saw information about him being on the site and was trying to basically gaslight me and have me thinking that I was going crazy about what I saw. So at first I didn't know, you know, what was going on. I didn't know I was being gaslighted, but the more I started like researching stuff about the stuff he was doing, it came up that maybe I was dating a narcissist. So I kept going deeper into it um, and the things that he was just doing, you know, like the pathological lying that he would do. Um, again, like the cheating, like the entitlement, like the control. I'm trying to control everything. And at that point, I was like so in love with that person that. I would just basically like do whatever he said, you know, it was like, I wanted to believe him so much and, you know, I loved him so much and I really was hoping that he changed. But over time, it just got worse. Like the control got worse. The lies got worse. And it was really putting um, a lot on my health. And then he would get physical also. Like if I wouldn't um, do what he said or if things weren't going his way, the way he would try to intimidate me is by... Like maybe having me pent on the bed with his hand up like he was going to hit me. Or one time he had like his hand like around my throat. So it was definitely, um, you know, a lot of signs to look out for. That was something very new to me. So I stayed in it for a long time because um, honestly and truthfully, some people say it's easy get out of an abusive relationship, why not just leave? But when you really love someone deeply, you're not just going to be able to leave. You're going to want to try to help them change. Or sometimes you can be manipulated into thinking that you're the problem when you weren't really the problem. Yeah. Wow. That sounds really, really tough. Yeah. Can you tell us more about when did you, so when did you realize that you're in a narcissistic relationship? Um, I realized probably like, um, Almost a year into the relationship. That's when I realized, um, looking up certain things. And then that's when I realized that after me and him had um, separated, that's when it was like almost a year into the relationship. Then I realized that, oh, okay, then I was dating a narcissist. Mm. Got it. So, and then realizing that, like, what was like the, the next step for you? Like realizing that there is like, a name for it and it's not unique like did it lead you to thinking of ending the relationship or dealing with it in another way like what was the, the next step for you uh honestly um i still love that person so i um still wanted to try and be with that person even though i 
figured out that I was dating a narcissist, um, but it did lead me to um, want to help other people because of all of the pain that I was feeling. And I would reach out to certain people and tell them what was going on. And certain people just didn't understand, like, well, how can you stay with somebody if they're treating you like this? And I'm like, well, my heart, you know, just won't let me let this person go because I'm so in love with them. And it's hard to just let them go. So I figured that since I was in the situation, I wanted to like post videos like on my Instagram, just letting people know, you know, um, about narcissistic relationships. And if they wanted to talk to me about it, because it's easier said than done to get out. Maybe if you talk to somebody who's actually going through it, then that can be um, easier versus someone who's just looking in, never been through and saying, oh, you need to just leave. Wow. That must be really tough, like to be in this tension between people telling you what you're doing there and then being in the relationship and trying to to maintain it. Yeah, it was, it was really hard. It was really tough. And then it made me like want to pull back from certain people. I started feeling like alone in the situation because I felt like I didn't want to keep talking to people about it because people were thinking that I was being stupid, you know, like, um, you're being weak you're staying with this person and i'm like well sometimes you just can't help who you love you know and um he did take advantage of me in that situation and uh, i just know how to communicate with somebody differently while they're in that situation because i've actually felt it and i would never want somebody to feel alone in that situation at all yeah and then can you tell us like what happened after like Okay, so you were uh, uh, in this relationship, and what what happened after? Uh, but what happened after is that he would constantly um, apologize, you know, and I would constantly forgive him, which led to me forgiving him that um, we had a child together because I felt as though um, that this time around, maybe he's really sorry, you know, maybe this time he realized when I stopped talking to him for a few months that, um, that, you know, I was standing strong on my boundaries that I'm off keep being disrespected. And then after, um, he came back after I didn't talk to him for like three months, he came back, said he was sorry. Then that's when I had got pregnant. And then that's when, you know, things were getting different. Even when I was pregnant, he would still be abusive while I was pregnant. And that's when I just realized that um, he really is crying out for some emotional help and mental help that I can't help him with. You know, I can love him, but it's nothing I could do for him, you know. And now I put myself in a situation where I have a child with him because I believed all of his lies knowing that he just used to say sorry just to you know, pull me back in. Yeah. And so moving forward and then, uh, uh, kind of like you, you, de you decided to, uh, help also other people. Like, can you tell me more about that? Like you said that you were posting thing things on Instagram, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Can you, can you t tell us more about that? Like, what did you posted? Like, why did you posted? Uh, well, I was posting stuff because, I know what it feels like to feel alone in um, an abusive relationship. And it's just some people um, don't understand that they'll say to people, well, just get out the relationship. You know, it's just that easy just to walk away. But 
It's not. So I wanted to post stuff to let someone know that um, I know it's not that easy to walk away. And, you know, it can be a process when you care about someone. But also, you know, you have to stand strong within yourself and love yourself more than that person. Because if you don't, then you're just going to get yourself into a deeper, dark hole. And narcissism can lead to depression, anxiety. It can um, break down your immune system, lead to like lupus and stuff. So you really want to protect your whole mind, body, and soul from people like that. Yeah, yeah. And did you get any, like, any re reaction, interactions, comments, like, uh, from people that saw your post, like, uh, about how was it helpful for them, like, meaningful for them, like, well, you posting about it? Some people, um, they, when I had posted something, they were saying how one lady was saying she was proud of me for posting that, like exposing what the narcissist did that took, you know, like it takes courage to do that because she was in the abusive relationship with someone like that, but she didn't, um, I guess she didn't, I guess it wasn't social media and stuff at that time where you can expose someone. So she was saying she was proud of me. I mean, that's something that. Because when you do expose a narcissist like that, then they're going to make it seem as if, oh, you're trying to embarrass me or something. But it's more or less, you know, you can be trying to let other people know, like, get out of that situation. So she was proud of me for doing that, she said. Yeah. I think that's also, like, that totally resonates and this, the essence of this podcast as well. This conversation is to help other people by listening to other people's stories. So, um mm -hmm. You know, the more people will know about it, the more they can look out for help, seek out for help, or, uh, uh, you know, at least understand where they stand. So that's, that's really inspiring for you doing it. And it's obviously not that easy to do. So like to be out there sharing your personal story, uh, it's also, first of all, takes its toll and it requires courage, courage to do so. So I think that's really inspiring that you Aww, did so. Thank you. <laughs> so, and then you kind of like move forward and you also decided to lead rooms and to support other people uh, through audio rooms, through Circles app. So you're leading rooms on the Circles app, uh, supporting other people. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe... If you remember like one or two members that joined uh, your conversation and what do you think they got out of it? Uh, well, the um, first lady who joined, um, she was um, going through um, the same thing that I was going through. Um, she had just got out of um, a divorce and she was saying how like the narcissist is like really selfish and how he um, only really thinks about himself financially and in other areas. He'll say he's going to show up for the kids and he's not really keeping his word. So I was just letting her know, you know, um, to ease your peace of mind in that situation. Like, don't um, believe what he has to say. If he's proved himself not to do something financially and everything, don't put yourself through that mental um, struggle. Just, you know, maybe you can put him on child support or something so you can know, guarantee you're going to be getting payment versus him saying he's going to do it and he's not going to do it. And then a, um, a gentleman had came in and he was telling me how his wife is um, a narcissist and how they live together. And was just asking um, my opinion on 
how he should handle if she's um, being inappropriate in front of the child. And I was just telling him, you know, you could take the child with you in another room or maybe take the child to the park and maybe just explain slightly to the child, you know, like um, everything's going to be okay. Me and mommy just got had a little disagreement and then let the child just go back into their energy. Wow. And, and like, can you tell us a little bit about maybe the group's reaction or your reaction to their stories? Like, do you think they got something that they got out of this, uh, uh, also like validating and uh, validating your feelings and what you're going through. This is super powerful. So just by telling their story, I'm sure that they got a lot out of it. Yeah. Bush, um, the lady, she was saying that she did get a lot. Both of them said that they really got a lot out of it, which was really, um, inspiring and therapeutic for me also, because I can relate to their stories too. So when I'm guiding the room, it's not just, you know, like me guiding. It's like I'm taking advice from other people. Also, I'm listening to their stories. And if they say something, I'm like, oh, well, I can take that advice also and apply it to my own life, you know. So it's like a therapy like for me also to be helping people and for them to give me their feedback and they appreciate and, um, me helping guide the room. Is that I'm really grateful for anyone who does tap in. And their positive feedback, because um, I just really genuinely love helping people as much as I can to get through um, any situation, whether it's through narcissism or if it's through like spiritual healing or like postpartum anything. I just want to be that open person that's just, oh, yeah, you can come talk to me, you know, and I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you also call your room, right? Spiritual, uh, um, spiritual uh, guidance or help. Is spiritual healing? Spiritual healing, yes. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, well, yes. I, um, the first time I did that was yesterday, and a young lady did tap in. She came in and was just asking me questions about um, how to balance out her emotions and not care what other people think. And I was just telling her she can do some sun gazing. She can like do some journaling and just do some affirmations within herself saying, you know, like, I'm strong. I'm at peace. I'm happy. And that will definitely, um, I always let people know things are easier said than done, but the more you keep doing it, you know, you can master it and um, you can become better at it. 100%. Wow, Joyce, this is really, really, really inspiring. And I'm always like excited and amazed by people that, you know, went through something and then kind of like jumped back in and really want to give back and to help other people. That's really inspiring. And, and uh, I wish you the best with your rooms. Uh, so, and I want to thank you for your uh, time here, but specifically I want to thank you for, uh, the time that you put to support other people. Oh, well, so thank, thank you. you. <laughs> and thank you for having this app. I love every minute of it. So. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much.